0: It sounds like the plot of a Hollywood thriller. A renowned journalist known to speak out against the kingdom of Saudi Arabia has gone missing, and he's believed by some to have been killed by a government-approved hit squad. But this is no movie. This is a real-life mystery. This is TikTok. I'm Dave Myers. Joining me today from London is senior government reporter Mark Champion. Mark, thanks for joining me.
1: Thank you. It's good to be here.
0: First and foremost, who is Jamal Khashoggi, the man at the center of this international mystery?
1: Uh, Well, uh, he's I think the main thing to say is he's more than just any journalist. Uh, he uh, is someone who uh, had a long career. Uh, he edited several uh, Saudi Arabian newspapers. These are officially sanctioned uh, Saudi Arabian newspapers, very much in the, in the heart of the regime. Um, he also interviewed uh, Osama bin Laden several mm. times. Uh, and he ran a TV station for, uh, for the Saudi regime, um, but increasingly over the years, and especially recently since uh, uh, Crown Prince uh, Mohammed bin F- uh, Salman came to office, uh, he has become critical.
0: What has he been saying? What is he critical of the Crown Prince? What's he been saying?
1: Um, well, um, just for example, he he compared uh, MBS, as Mohammed bin Salman has known, uh, to uh, Vladimir Putin in Russia, uh, not in a good way. He's talking about uh, uh, a as a one-man state, and this is his main criticism that um, Saudi Arabia, which used to be a kind of collect somewhat collective monarchy, uh, is turning into a one-man state under yeah. MBS. Um, he's also uh, compared Saudi uh, cities to Detroit, uh, talking about them as uh, as uh, third-world slums that are kind of a mockery of the oil wealth of the nation, um, he's attacked the war in Yemen, which was uh, MBS's sort of signature first foreign, big foreign policy move, and said that the, you know they need to shut that war down. Um, he's argued that you know despite kind of headline reforms like uh, uh, allowing women to drive, which was a big deal, which mm-hmm. he supported, uh, that despite that, uh, MBS shouldn't be seen as a reformer, um, but. as as uh, a a man who is creating a more repressive state, allowing only such uh, reforms as as he wants to permit and not allowing any kind of more free-flowing debate. Um, And sort of the kind of real kicker is that he uh, has repeatedly described Saudi Arabia as a worse and more repressive state today than it was before he came to power. Mm.
0: And so, and th- that takes us to where we were about a week ago. Um, he went to uh, the Saudi Arabian consulate in Istanbul, and that's the last we saw of him. What uh, have the reports been saying since then?
1: Uh, yeah, We still don't know. We simply do not know what happened to him. Um, the, the Turkish government, which is not a neutral party in this, they uh, have uh, some really significant beefs with Saudi Arabia. Uh, but the Tur- Turkish government is saying that, um, contrary to what the Saudi Arabian uh, consulate says, uh, that um, Khashoggi never left the consulate after he went in to pick up some documents for his impending marriage. Uh, he went in. He didn't come out. His fiancée was sitting outside in a car waiting. Uh, she waited there, she says, for 11 hours, never saw him come out. Um, and the Turks are also claiming that uh, in the day uh, just before um, uh, Khashoggi went to collect these documents and it was a scheduled appointment uh, that two uh, Gulfstream aircraft landed uh, at the airport in Istanbul uh, disgorged about 15 uh, security officials who went to the embassy and the Turkish uh, claim very macabre uh, is that as soon as Khashoggi entered the embassy they believed that he was killed and that he was uh, dismembered and put in boxes and they uh, have, they claim footage of the boxes being loaded in into a black van, which then they are now trying to ch- trace.
0: Yeah. And we also have footage coming out today that The Washington Post released of him going in to the consulate, at least allegedly. So what has Saudi Arabia said about all of these, about all of the, all these claims?
1: Well, they, they deny absolutely that, uh, uh, that they uh, detained or killed uh, Khashoggi. Uh, and they say that uh, Khashoggi left the consulate uh, not long after he uh, arrived. He collected his documents. He left. Uh, and they claim that they, uh, they know nothing more. Uh, and it is really up to the Turks to, to try and find this man.
0: But then if, if it's not Saudi Arabia, then whom else could it be?
1: Uh, there, I think you immediately get into you know conspiracy theory yeah. and and the worst kind really because you would be saying. You know, if it was the Turks, you'd be saying that they, would, they did it in order to make the Saudis look bad. And there's no question, you know, those kinds of conspiracy theories exist because there's no question that the Turks do at times uh, want to make the Saudis look bad. They have uh, some real disputes. They're, they're rivals for uh, preeminence in the uh, Middle East, you know, the Muslim Middle East. Um, but, uh, you know, there really is no evidence for that.
0: So you've described a little of what Khashoggi was writing about the crown prince, but what is the kind of public perception the crown prince has right now?
1: Well, he remains popular, uh, especially among young people in Saudi Arabia. They're hopeful uh, that uh, what had been a really, you know, uh, geriatric uh, regime, a very elderly procession of uh, of uh, uh, princes uh, running the country um, very conservative um, uh, that that he was going to bre- breathe a, some fresh air in mm-hmm. uh, begin these kinds of reforms like allowing women to drive um, he's talked about transforming the economy from one that is really based on uh digging uh oil out of the ground and distributing the resources uh, in a rather uneven way uh to, to turn it into an economy where um you know people can create companies and make stuff uh make careers for themselves and create an economy that isn't just dependent on on uh, fossil fuels um, and, you know, that has enormous implications because an economy like that uh, also requires more free flow of information, more freedom mm-hmm. for people to do things, to ha- take more responsibility for themselves. So, you know, that pitch that he has made is very attractive. Uh, and I think, you know, a, a good deal of hope still remains.
0: So, if the way he can be described as a, a modern leader. As you said, the economy, uh, allowing women behind the wheel, those all seem to be positive things. But he still you know, detained over 100, almost 200 of, of his enemies recently, didn't he?
1: Yes. Uh, You know, he he had this big sweep where he brought in uh, some of the country's richest and most powerful men. Uh, He also purged uh, the royal family itself, you know, in that uh, the the royal family in Saudi Arabia, you know, the way that it worked was that there are different lines within Mm -hmm. the royal family. And the important jobs were kind of distributed amongst these different lines to keep everybody happy. That's now been kind of... Uh, uh, consolidated just around uh, those directly loyal to the crown prince and his father. Um, and that's the, the, that's the context for the criticism that Khashoggi had, saying that Saudi Arabia is being turned into this sort of uh, slightly more collective rule, into one-man rule.
0: And, and where, has, where is Turkish President Erdogan in all of this? What is he saying?
1: Well, uh, you know, in, in, in a sense, uh, this is all quite rich uh, because Turkey is uh, the number one offender uh, mm-hmm. worldwide in terms of uh, abusing the rights of journalists, putting them in jail, um, you know, uh, forcing them out of their jobs, taking over newspapers that once were uh, relatively independent, uh, and uh, bringing them under his own control, the state's control. So, uh, in a sense, you know, his complaint about uh, the mistreatment of this journalist is, is a little rich. But on the other hand, this is, you know, Turkey is a sovereign nation, and uh, this is a dissident, a Saudi dissident, um, uh, who, you know, who became a dissident, uh, who uh, was in Turkey under Turkish protection, uh, and he. According to the Turks, has been murdered. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is a very, you know, it is a significant issue. Um, and it's an issue that I think um, will cause, if it becomes clear, if the Turks can provide evidence um, that uh, he was indeed murdered, uh, then this could really become a rather difficult issue for Saudi and not just with the Turks.
0: Yeah, we've heard call to action from Secretary of State Pompeo, from the EU, from the UN, and the Saudi Crown Prince has extraordinary close ties with the U.S. and and with President Trump. What is the U.S. doing in this matter?
1: Well, I think this is, you know, this is without question uh, unwelcome news for uh, uh for the White House and for the the state department uh, they they do not need this they cannot be seen uh to ignore or uh, let alone endorse uh the disappearance uh, or murder of uh a washington post columnist um, a free, a free citizen they they cannot on the other hand um, they are Saudi Arabia. They put a lot of be- uh, bets on Saudi Arabia and on the relationship there, uh, in terms of, you know, in informing their Middle East policy. Uh, the US, U.S. is engaged in Yemen. It is working with Saudi Arabia in order to try and isolate Iran. Uh, you know, Saudi Arabia is an important partner to uh, President Trump. His first trip, foreign trip in office, um, you know, he went to Saudi Arabia Maybe. and. Uh, signed $100 billion worth of uh, 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 arms contracts, you know, and the MOUs for them. So it's very unwelcome news for the U.S., but it will be difficult. And the relationship in any case, the honeymoon was showing signs of fading, it has to be said.
0: We we heard the president say last week that, you know, the the crown prince better be careful because without me, he might not be in power much longer.
1: Yes, he did, Uh, and he also said that OPEC was ripping off the rest of the world. Um, And you know, most of that hundred billion uh, dollars of arms contracts, which Trump, you know, uh, very uh, happily, um, you know, touted when he went to visit Saudi Arabia, um, they haven't materialized. And at the same time, uh, the Saudis have uh, not listened to American requests that they uh, abandon talks to buy Russian uh, S-400 anti-aircraft missiles and uh, anti-ballistic missiles. So um, uh, there are signs uh, that the relationship is is becoming a little more tense.
0: If these claims somehow turn out to be true, that a Saudi Arabian government-approved hit squad was sent to murder this journalist, what type of fallout are we looking at in the region and in Washington?
1: Well, uh, you know, it, it's difficult you know, to have a uh, crystal ball on this. But it, it's interesting, for example, that the f- first Western country to say anything was the U.K. The U.K. has uh, very strong ties uh, with the Saudi uh, regime. Uh, it sells Saudi a lot of weaponry. Uh, it's an important relation for the U.K., especially as Brexit approaches, and it needs all the friends that it can get in terms of you know, trade partners and so on and yet they were the first, and that is largely um, uh, because the the, uh, the UK has its own enormous issue at the moment with Russia, uh, whom it accuses of assassinating or attempting to assassinate uh, citizens Mm -hmm. uh, on UK soil. Uh, So it can hardly uh, stay quiet. Uh, As important a relationship as the Saudi one is, it can hardly stay quiet and if uh, the these allegations are proved to be true uh, then it will be a a real difficulty for the for the British government um, because they have this open issue with Russia at the same time Um, so that's just one example
0: so Um, it sounds like for many countries it's going to be a diplomatic game of chess for the foreseeable future
1: yes I, I think it will be difficult and I think it will be hard in particular because because of the nature of Uh, the kinds of criticisms that Khashoggi was making, because they are so personal uh, and focused on uh, uh, MBS. Um, And he had this platform in the Washington Post where he was writing these uh, columns, uh, very critical of uh, the Crown Prince. Uh, It will be very hard to separate. Uh, any any sort of conclusive evidence that he was murdered by a hit squad from MBS himself, and that will follow him around as he meets other world leaders.
0: Mark Champion, thank you. Thank you. Make sure you follow Mark and his reporting on Twitter. He's at MarkChampion1. That's a TikTok for today. Thanks for listening, and please, head on over to iTunes and let us know what you think. I'm Dave Myers. You can follow me on Twitter at David F. Myers, and you get all your updates 24-7 at TikTok.